Welcome back to another episode for Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. And I'm your district manager, Wes. And before we get today's episode kicked off, let's get over some uh, housekeeping notes. Be sure to follow us on our socials on Instagram. Uh, Just a new video was posted about a few days ago of... uh, uh, of me in the wild at an Asian market, basically uh, doing some fun shopping. And you're going to see some of that today on this episode of maybe something I got. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dinner for B. Uh, be sure to email us with any topics you'd like us to talk about at Dinner for Breakfast Podcast at gmail.com. And yeah. And that's the whole show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, no, that's uh, You got to go over that speed bump to get into the show. Oh, yeah. Um, boom, boom, so. Boom. Here we are. We're in the show. I feel like I was going to ask you something um, just right out the gate because you usually ask me. We usually start the show by you asking me how I am, mm-hmm. but how I wanted to do something else. Oh, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to do it differently, but now I can't remember what I was going to ask you. But That's unfortunate. I do have a question for you, though. Well, a I very have an answer, question. Okay. A very important question. What is your preferred method of ice cream consuming ice cream uh what do you mean do you mean like a scoop versus like soft serve or like a or like just, how, how how do i do eat you like a sundae home? a blizzard um well, do you like a shake what, what's your favorite as i've stated before on the show i'm a huge fan of a banana split i really like mm-hmm. a banana split um mm-hmm. I enjoy certain flavors of milkshakes uh vanilla milkshake is honestly goaded hard to beat a vanilla milkshake but if I'm just sitting down on my couch after a long day and I'm eating a bowl of ice cream, I'm going to just do two scoops of ice cream, whatever flavor I have in the freezer, usually strawberry. Uh, and then I'll let it sit for a while until it's like real soft. Mm. And then I kind of eat it like a soup. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cold soup. I, uh, I've basically came to the conclusion I will die on this hill that... Um, I'll kill you on this sh- hill probably. The shake, the shake is the best way to consume ice cream. I don't disagree with you because a shake is a shake is hard to beat. Yeah, because one, it's super like eating ice cream is probably one of the most inconvenient foods you can eat, to be honest with you. And having it in a milkshake form is like it's in a cup. You have to hold one hand. Like the the only other food that I can think of that is also inconvenient in the same way is a popsicle, but that's basically just ice cream. Yeah, it's frozen. Because you can't like you can't, ice. Yeah, like you can't set it down. That's like the problem yeah. with an ice cream cone. You can't set it down. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And like when I want to drive and like consume ice cream, the shake's the best way. And then like you know, it's I don't know. I think I think it's the best what's, consistency. And when you go and order a shake, what's your like go to shake flavor? Okay. Um, like what's your favorite? This shake? is this is about to lean in a couple things because it's added on to my question. Uh my favorite flavor. Um. Mm, I mean, out of like the basic three vanilla, um, but recently I've had a really good PB and J milkshake. Ooh, is really good, and which leads good. leads me into what's the weirdest flavor of ice cream you've ever had? I've had a couple well, of weird ones recently. I've had some weird ones. We talked. Um, I think it was like our second episode or something. It was right after I got back from Oregon. <clears throat> so we went to this ice cream place in Oregon called Salt and Straw. Mm-hmm. And we had some weird ice cream flavors there. Um, we tried four of them. We had a pear and blue cheese, which was really good. There was a chocolate tahini uh, spinach cake ice cream that was really good. 
oh, uh, strawberry wow. balsamic, and then a snickerdoodle one, which isn't that weird. But strawberry balsamic actually sounds pretty good. Sounds All of like them are delicious. A huge balsam, balsamic glaze cake. That sounds. Oh my god, really I love intrigued. balsamic glaze. It's so good. Um, what was it? The um, so a couple weird ones that I've had recently were like sweet corn flavor. There's this place mm. uh, called the Lansing Shuffle, and they have this like nice ice cream place within it, and they have like some weird flavors. Like I, um, the reason I ask is because I had a Fago Rock and Rye. Oh, uh, hell yes, dude! And it had like f- brownie chunk or fudge chunks in it, and like oh, it was, it was so good. And they also have like they have like um. Fago grape there too in ice cream oh, form and like God. a uh, another Fago flavor and they've had the sweet corn there and then they had the PB and J one there it's so good sweet corn sweet corn ice cream sounds extraordinarily good it um, wasn't bad it was pretty good yeah it sounds really good it's just like a sweet cream ice cream like so you ever have sweet cream ice cream just cream no, flavor not vanilla no. but it's like they essentially make like a creme and glass like an ice cream base and then don't add excuse me they like don't add any flavoring to it. Okay. So it's like one step beneath vanilla. Huh. It's really good. It'd be like that with corn. Um, also, those two flavors of Fago that you said are probably the two best soda flavors, period. Uh, grape and rock and rye. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know what rock and rye is, it's basically, I think it tastes like a similar to bubble gum. In my it's opinion. like a fruit. It's like a fruity bubble gummy kind of thing. It's it is impossible to describe. That's why it's rock and rye. If there was a better way to describe it, they would call <laughs> it something else, right? It's yep. like a um, it's like a red cream soda, like a cherry cream soda kind of thing. Yeah, but not quite. The I don't like to, I don't like to think of it as bubble gum because bubble gum flavored stuff really grosses me out. I agree. I agree. But that's the closest thing I've came to like. Yeah, like it's I don't know. It's well, I have actually uh, this reminds me that I have some bizarre sodas in my fridge. I've got three of them that we need to try together sometime. What do you I got? know one of them we've already tried before in the past. Oh, um, which ones you got? Well, the one I have, the one that we've tried is a mustard soda. Hmm. So I know we've tried that before. We tried that at James's house um, when he was in, when we were in college. Um, the other two, I kind of don't want to tell you what they are. I kind of want it to be a surprise. Okay. But I did also get a a weird thing that I wanted to tell you about. I have it right here. I got these new kind of potato chips. Um, Heather bought these for me. They're Dragonfly brand and they're Mala Hot Pot flavor potato chips. I do. So I still need to dip into the hot pot world. You do. There's a hot pot place near me. We can go uh, next time you come visit. Um, these chips are crazy delicious. They're, it's like they're shaped like a Pringle, right? So it comes in a mm-hmm. tube and they're like the reconstituted potato thing. Mm-hmm. It's a crisp, uh, except they're like two or three times as thick as a Pringle. Are they like the Lay's Stacks version? Because those are thicker than Pringles. No, these are these are Dragonfly brand. These are like from China. Yeah, I know. But like, is it um, similar to have you had the Lay's Stacks? Like their version in- of Pringles? Not in a long, long time. Yeah, those are thicker That's than why would like I buy the OG Pringles. Pringles. Yeah. Um, they're super um, and then the flavor on them, it's like I said, it's mala hot pot. So mala is this is a Chinese term for it kind of means spicy, but um, it's specific kind of spicy that kind of makes your mouth like tingle and go numb. It's like spicy nummy um, from like y- you get this uh, you get this mala from uh, like Szechuan peppercorn. Okay. So. It's like a pepper spicy, 
like peppercorn spicy and makes you have this nummy tingly feeling in your mouth. Mm. And these chips do it really well and they're extraordinarily tasty. Hmm. That sounds really good. They uh I'll save some for you. They're great. We were at the uh James and I went to the Asian market um last week or yeah, I think. I don't even know anymore. Something like that. And... Whenever you recorded that that video probably. Yeah, I think probably Tuesday, I think. And um we uh and I always always like going through the chip aisle because they always have the weird flavor chips and all that. And they I've oh, yeah. had it before. They do have a hot pot flavor, like the Lay's version like the Lay's hot, uh, hot, hot pot or yeah, it's it's pretty good. I've had it before and uh yeah, I would highly recommend. Which brings me to this cool thing I got over here, Wes. And I oh, saved boy. it. I was I got a bunch of stuff for weird eats. And um this one I'm specifically gonna do on Here's a uh, dinner for breakfast exclusive, folks. Oh boy! Um, James convinced me to uh, get this treacherous drink, and today we have oh, a no. ginger ale wasabi was a wasabi ginger ale. Yes, and you now, know you don't like. I'm wasabi. not gonna like it. I hate wasabi. I love wasabi, and it's more. Good. I think this is gonna be quite disgusting and um but no i do i'm doing this for you and james because i know i'm you're gonna Here's live sweetheart. through me and uh, james can watch my suffering so yeah i'll, I'll live vicariously <laughs> through you oh oh that's crisp little, little asmr action that kids? was crisp dude hell yeah Look. i want that to be my ringtone <laughs> Just do that. not not that no i need I you to edit that one little part out so i can use it as a text alert noise Oh, uh, very strong on the ginger ale smell, which is kind of like comforting in a sense. I would imagine because... it'll probably be it'll probably be kind of like a ginger beer, right? Because a ginger beer yeah, is pretty yeah, spicy. Yeah, spicy you kinda, yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I'm not even a huge fan of ginger ale. I mean, I'm not even I don't even like ginger. So like, oh, my God, both of these are like it's a it's a loss for your boy over here. But cheers, cheers. folks. And it's okay. It's okay. very, it's very ginger ale forward. Um, the wasabi. I'm not really getting a strong wasabi flavor, which I mean, you, took, nice, a, you took a pretty little sip, though. I got enough to coat the whole mouth. And all right, all right. I sure. got. You enough. just don't want to drink any more of it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't want to go down a bad rabbit hole with that. That's but fair. no, that was uh that was actually not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, if we're giving the weird eats rating, I would give this a. You know what? We're not gonna go too crazy. We're just gonna give a solid five. It's a so five out of crazy. ten. All right. Yeah, just That's a solid five out of ten. Nothing too crazy. Having fun. Doing the damn thing. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you tried something new. I'm proud of you. Oh, what I got? Uh, I got duck heads. Have you ever had duck heads before? Duck heads. I have had duck heads. Yes. There's okay. a Chinese. How do, how do... There's a Chinese takeout place. Uh, yeah. I've never cooked them. There's a Chinese takeout place uh, down the street from me that's like authentic Sichuan food, uh-huh. and they do like a whole roasted duck that you can buy for like it's like sixteen dollars. You can buy a whole roasted mm-hmm. duck. It's so the, good. You know these duck heads are already cooked and seasoned and everything. Um, there's I mean it cold, but uh, it um, do you do you eat the bill and all that no. fun stuff? No, the bill's crunchy. You... That's like a bone. You don't need that. Really? I mean, you can try. It's probably probably tastes good. I, was, I don't know. I was gonna do I wouldn't bill. eat it. <laughs> yeah, try it. Just see if you can eat it. If it's like cartilaginous, you could probably eat it. I would yeah. just do those like like heat them up in a pan and then just do it with like kimchi and rice. 
Hmm. Like some pickles and some rice. Yeah, I got it for weird eats, and I'm just contemplating how to eat them. I gotta eat them soon though before they go bad. But like, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Like, did you when you tried it? Did you go? Did you just start picking off like random pieces of it? Because I can't. Yeah, I just like had my chopsticks. I was just like scraping away at it. Yeah. I, I also, when I tried it, I didn't realize that I was ordering a whole duck. I thought I was getting like an order of roasted duck breast or something. So when I opened the box, it scared the shit out of me. I was not expecting it at all. It was totally to surprised. Honest, it's 16 bucks for a whole roasted duck. Ain't yeah, bad, pretty good dude. deal. Pretty good deal. Not bad. I love ducks. Also, this, uh, this Chinese place, delicious. I think they do a buffet. I've never been inside, though. I've only ordered takeout. Or Speaking delivery. of duck, dude, I had uh, duck fat fries. Yeah, quite literally the most game changing thing in the fry world. I they were so good, dude. Yeah, dude. So I mean, good. you could take literally anything and cook it in duck fat. It's delicious. And potatoes are especially good because they absorb so much. Yeah, flavor. Said, yes, you did say that, James. Um, uh, no, I uh, it was it was I don't know. They're crispier. They. You can definitely tell they're a little more fattier because obviously duck fat leaves them more that greasier sure. consistency or whatever. But oh man, dude, I was loving that. It was like kind of like a garlic parmesan in a sense sprinkled on top. Had a couple uh, fun aiolis, um, sriracha mayo, and then like nice. a nice garlic aioli too. But yeah, no, it was, <clears throat> um, it was good. Have we talked? Oh, did you just say garlic aioli? Some would say I did just mention a garlic aioli. I hate the term garlic aioli. I hate, hate, hate garlic aioli. An aioli, you know what an aioli is? An aioli is a mayonnaise with garlic. Yeah. (laughs) So it already has garlic in it. You don't have to say garlic. There are so many food words like that that I hate. I think, have we talked about how much we hate or I hate food buzzwords? No, we haven't. No, I I don't really, I adamantly hate food buzzwords, like things that, and you know what? Actually, here's here's a good um, a good example of this. I found this website pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend everybody goes and visit this website. It is the most entertaining thing in the world to me. Um, it's called BrooklynBarMenus.com, and this website uh, randomly generates a menu for a pretentious restaurant based on food buzzwords. And the stuff it comes up with is so funny to me. Um, I have a menu pulled up right here for a fake restaurant called Ovington and Meeker. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things on here, let me see. Stubbed vinegar with acorn and frightened rye pancake. <laughs> or um, beer braised watermelon and peach, $14. Lime and naive corn. It just uses these like these words that you would see on uh that make things seem fancier miniature clam and kale eggplant oil acorn tacos with booze pie like just i don't know i'm not prepared to talk about how much i hate buzzwords right now um but there's a lot of them that really really irritate me what um what would you use naive for in a food like a food i don't know set? i don't know it just sounds it sounds fancy it makes it sound more pretentious. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> on this, on this one, it says the first, uh, it says arugula. <laughs> arugula. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Right. Is that a buzzword? 
Oh yeah, yeah, dude. What's, if what's you see so arugula, arugula on a menu makes things seem, uh, it makes things seem fancy. I don't know, uh, which sucks because arugula. I really love arugula, like this a lot. One, there's like salt for nine dollars. This is hilarious. Yeah. Natural corn pate, sixteen dollars. Oh, this one, vinegar. yeah, vinegar, this... eighteen dollars. <laughs> Hand pulled marrow. Yeah, like yeah, uh... dude. It, it's it's a great website. Um, it's very entertaining to me. Invigorated salt souffle. <laughs> what is it what is invigorated salt couldn't tell you this is this is funny um it's a funny website it doesn't play super $9. well uh, for a podcast i don't think but it's pretty entertaining no everybody anyway. check this is funny if especially it's if you're like website. into like the i don't know who made this website shout out to whoever made this website it's fucking brilliant mm-hmm. um, uh, uh yeah no dude that's this is actually really funny though like um yeah it's pretty good acorn acorn's another one that i'm like Acorn pops up a lot in these menus. I don't know why. I've never seen acorns on a menu anywhere. Have you eaten? Have you had acorn before? I've never eaten an acorn. I don't. I don't yeah. know if you can eat acorns. I mean, I'm assuming you can, I right? Mean, yeah, if they're on a menu, but like um, probably. Yeah, I've never had acorn, but I if it very seems like a very pretentious food item. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a fancy boy would eat that. A fancy but, boy would eat an acorn, or uh, like a squirrel. My sources saying they're bitter. I can imagine. I feel I like they are. I feel like I've seen like people like in movies or something like boil acorns and make a tea or like a coffee or like an acorn coffee or acorn coffee coffee. Hold on. I don't know why I said it like that. You know what? You know that's what we do. That's what we do. We say things a little differently every day, and eventually we'll figure it the right way out. Apparently, I still haven't learned. Apparently, acorns can be eaten whole, ground up into acorn meal or flour, or made into mush. To have their oil Acorn extracted. flour, that's what I was thinking of. I don't know why I thought coffee. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to eat... I don't think I'd want to eat acorns. That doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to collect some acorns and try them sometime. This one is scraped sunflower. This is fun. It's a, it, is, it is an incredible website. It really is. Sheltered booze. <laughs> Sheltered booze. <laughs> It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, well, that's... yeah, that's my new favorite website, BrooklynBarMenus.com. Go check it out. I do honestly. It's a uh, pretty intriguing. Pretty intriguing. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna close it out now because if I don't close this tab out, then it's the only thing that we're gonna be able to talk about for the entire <laughs> rest of the show. Because I hate to say it, Bailey. We got 40 more minutes of show to make. (laughs) We've only been recording for 20 minutes. That's all right. That's all right. You know, things just come in in and out of this world, in and out of this podcast. And you know, that was kind of flows freely. It's not always about, it doesn't always have to be about food. We don't always have to plan it ahead of time. We usually don't. But I tried, uh, I tried clamonase on, uh, oh, you like ate it on a sandwich? Yeah. Like I put it mixed with some tuna. It wasn't bad. Hmm. I haven't bought any yet. It's just a little more tangy. Wasn't too bad. For sure. Yeah, they uh they like to keep them uh, shelves stocked with it. Uh, uh yeah, just... I can imagine not a lot of people want to buy clamidase. <laughs> no, no I've, uh, I've been to Target a couple times since, and it's uh been fully stocked. Good. Fully stocked. Well, buy me a jar of it. Buy or I'll, me a jar. Or I'll just go to Target. I live down the street from a Target, so I can just go there. Um. Oh, have you ever had turtle? Have I had turtle? No. I haven't. I'd like to. 
I'm interested in it. I would too. I would. I uh, I saw a couple turtles the other day. Actually, yesterday fishing. I was like, I bet you'd be good in a soup. Is there any other way to eat turtle besides soup? Probably. So, I mean, it's the only way I've heard of like turtle is just eating. That's a like soup. a pretty. That's a pretty common thing is to make it into soup. I, I imagine yeah. the meat's probably really tough, so you probably have to cook the hell out of it. Probably. Right. So that's probably Boiled why people put it in and... soup. I know when you uh, you have to scrape the scales off the shell. No, that's a thing. Do you? Yeah. Do shells have scales peel? on them. Yeah, they peel. They can peel. Huh. I didn't know that. I guess I don't know a lot about turtles, especially when it comes to eating them. No, you don't. And you know, I just what? like them. Um, were you googling that or I was I go- was I googling turtles? No, turtle I'm not googling turtles. Meals. Now I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm sitting here. Stew. Best turtle recipes. That's all I need. Oh yeah, obviously you guys can deep fry it. Deep fried turtle. What? That sounds good. What? Uh, and have you ever have you ventured much into the amphibious or reptile world of eating? Um, not not a ton. Not like an unusual amount. I mean, the bar, the pub that you and I go to all the time has frog legs on the menu, and I eat those a lot because they're delicious. Um, yeah, oh. no. Um, they, uh, yeah, that's like the only one I think I've ever eaten was like his frog. I have, I have eaten alligator before. Uh, one of my brother's friends for his high school grad party, his dad, uh, bought a 40 pound alligator and had it flown fresh, uh, from Louisiana. And then he smoked this whole alligator and that was what we ate at the grad party. And that was super good. Um, mm -hmm. and I mean, I've had... I've had like snake jerky and yeah, that's probably about it. That's probably about my, ex- my experience with reptiles and amphibians. Yeah. I've only done frog. I, I really want to try a gator and then I really Gator's want, good. I really want to uh, eat my arch nemesis snake. I actually saw a snake yesterday. That was pretty dramatic too, but. Yeah, you, um, you hate snakes? I don't know I, you hated snakes. I, I hate snakes, dude. I like them. I absolutely despise them. Gardener Why? snakes, I hate. They're cool. Big snakes, They're nifty. small snakes. I Medium get they do snakes. Yeah, uh I get that they're good for like eating bugs and shit, but let me tell you. Snakes eat bugs? I think you're thinking oh, of yeah. spiders. Or bats. No, they they definitely eat mosquitoes. Definitely. The snakes do? I'm pretty I'm pretty certain. Uh, like... Send us an email, dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. Tell Bailey how wrong he is. I don't think snakes eat mosquitoes. Well, that's what we're I, I think you're thinking of bats. No, I'm t- Which I would also you. like to. I'd also like to eat one of them. Chicken I bet eat, they taste nice. Chickens eat bugs too. But uh, I want to. Um, chickens are stupid. They eat anything. Chickens are. I almost got in a beef with a chicken today. But uh, <laughs> they always look at me bad, dude. And I always get my guard yeah, up. Yeah, because they got those cold, those cold little beady eyes, dead eyes, like a doll's eyes. Yeah, terrible i hate them i don't hate chickens that's not true they're just really really um stupid <laughs> not smart animals have you eaten quail yeah i've eaten quail yeah i had to think about it for a minute i actually did quail uh thanksgiving dinner for my family uh, a couple years ago there were only 10 of us so i got like a little cornish game hen which i think is the same thing as a quail um so we got one of those for each person i bought like a dozen of them cooked them up real oh, good stuff would you look at this 
Snakes eat insects. Eleven, Eleven snakes, snakes that eat insects. A to Z list with pictures. One of them. Yep, yep. I mean, I hate well, it thanks for I'm making right, me look stupid, dude. James. I appreciate it. I can always count I, on you. I hate that. I hate I it when I'm you right. hate. I don't know why you hate snakes so much. Um, that, they're, it's they're the fine. way they move. It's the way they move. They're like the slithery motion. It's kind of like, cool. You can't trust them. You can't read them. I don't you like can't how you can't read them. them. You can't read a snake's behavior. I don't like. I they're moving like a straight line. They can't like grab you or anything. Yeah, but like, they just the. Fangs, they're, they're also dude. not. They're not particularly quick. You can just like outrun a snake. I'm well aware. It's just how like they can just sneak up on you. I don't like the sneaky aspect of them. They uh, a lot of can't read them. Uh, then like I don't um like a dog. You can read a dog's like language and be like tell like for the most part on like what it's like gonna do. Well, yeah, Probably. it's because that's because you grew up having dogs. If you grew up, if you grew up having a having snakes, you'd probably be able to tell what they're thinking, right? Maybe I don't know. I can do that with cats. I can tell what my cats are no, thinking. No, I'm, I'm going to be ignorant and say no. You can't tell what they're saying, no matter what. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Intentional ignorance. Gotta love it. Um, um, I don't know, dude. It's yeah. I like them. You you and your snakes stay over there. I'm gonna it's I'm gonna fine. stay, I'll stay over, over here. here. I'll stay over here with my snakes. Um, I had yeah. Oh, dude, S- I uh, <laughs> slow episode today. <laughs> no, I um the other day actually had uh, your dad's famous watermelon recipe: salt, just watermelon and salt. Yes, sir. So good, good stuff. Like the sweet, it's, salty. Can't beat it, man. Can't beat it. No baby beats the old man. I um. I cut up the big, I had the biggest watermelon I've ever seen in my life the other day at work. I had, I had four catering events I was doing on Saturday. Um, it's probably why I'm so tired now is because I did all this stuff and then had a busy weekend, long day at work today. doesn't matter. Anyways, um, I had four catering events on Saturday and one of them I had to make a fruit platter. So I got, I ordered, uh, I ordered a watermelon from Gordon's. Um, Mm-hmm. And they gave me the, we get these boxes. They usually have two melons in it. This one only had one because this thing mm-hmm. was no joke, like two and a half feet long. I could hold, I could wrap my arms around it and hold it like a baby. Probably weighed thirty-five pounds. It was huge, enormous watermelon. Um, and it was like when I cut it up, it was like the least ripe watermelon I've ever seen. It was horrible. Was it? Oh my. It was like so. It was just pale, and it looked like it'd been frozen because it was all mealy, and it leaked a bunch of juice out. And so, not, oh yeah, dude, that's right. the worst with watermelon when they're like grainy yeah. and like sandy, yeah. dude. That's I think that it's, might be the worst fruit when it's not ripe. Yeah, a watermelon is always like it's a huge hit or miss. Yeah, like bananas suck when they're not ripe too. But like, I'm trying not to as think bad. Of like, I'll still eat an unripe banana. I, I apples love, are okay. Oh my god! Uh, actually, let me ask you a quick question. Then. Guess oh, how bi- how much uh, the biggest world's biggest watermelon weighs? Guess how much it was? Uh, six hundred and forty pounds. Three hundred fifty pounds. Damn! I made that seem not very big, but that's huge. You know, that's really huge. Do you know how many slices of watermelon you can have? Probably a lot, right? Well, I mean, they have to be pretty skinny slices. 350 pounds of watermelon? 350 pounds? That's so much watermelon. <laughs> oh yeah, that's God. what I'm saying. Dude, how big? Was, do you have, like, the dimensions for it? Like, how big was it? Uh, What's the size? No, no it's not giving no, me too much. No, just the weight. Oh, my God. That's definitely Damn. not true. Uh, 
I just looked at a different Photoshop photo. Uh, oh. I, dude, I had, a, I had a question for you. It was, um, 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 oh, you want to hear how dumb I am? Yes, please. I always love hearing how stupid you are. It makes so me happy. J- James and I went farmer market shopping the other day. And, um, you know, I, you know, I've gr- like recently learned to really enjoy and love a farmer's market. I love a farmer's market. It's the best. Like, and we're back. Uh, G- Wes had some technical difficulties here. Um, yeah, my computer what, died. Uh, what's the last thing you heard? Uh, that you and James went to the farmer's market, that you were starting to love farmer's markets. Oh, yes. So we go to this farmer's market, and they had this applesauce right on the table, right? Hell and yeah. I'm, I'm like, dude, I love applesauce. And then I start reading it, and I'm like, I thought it said apple crisp uh, applesauce. So, you know, like okay. the dessert where it's like. Yeah. Um, I made one I'm for like, work today. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. I got really excited about it. Bought it. Get in the car. And I look at it. Honey crisp. Applesauce. Oh, so it's just I a felt... bad apple. It's just bad applesauce. Yeah. Honey crisp and apple then, suck. And then that's that. Wow. Was... For applesauce, though, for applesauce, they're good for eating. But for applesauce, nah, I don't know. Well, I don't know anything about what's your applesauce. ideal apple for applesauce. I don't know. I don't know anything about applesauce. I'm just, <sighs> I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, we're gonna have to get, <laughs> we might have to tap into that apple rating uh, website James was talking about here in a second. But the, uh, anyways, yeah. Then James and I were talking, and then unfortunately he was correct. But like, um. Apple crisp applesauce would technically just be apple pie filling in a sense. You yeah, know what it I mean? probably would. It probably would. <laughs> it probably would. That seems that does seem weird to me that you would have apple crisp applesauce. Like, what do you take the dough and and that like put that in there? Like whatever dough you use for the topping or like the granola streusel topping. I don't know. That seems weird. Yeah, no, dude. It, dude I you gotta buy some applesauce. I love applesauce. It's pretty good. It was pretty good. I ate the whole. I ate the rest of the jar last night. Actually, it was uh, quite so tasty. Quite tasty myself. Mm. Um, we have a fun prompt here. What sci-fi or fantasy creature do you think would taste good, and how would you prepare it? Oh, is that something that James just came up with? That's smart. Mm-hmm. That's good. What sci-fi or fantasy creature do you think would taste good, and how would you prepare it? Bugs Bunny. Dang, dude. That's a good that is a good question. Yeah, I don't want to lean into like the easy ones because obviously you could do like Bugs Bunny and like just rabbit. What? Is Bug is Bugs Bunny a sci-fi fantasy character? Uh I guess I was just thinking like (laughs) (laughs) You just fucking hate Bugs Bunny so much you want to eat him. He ain't Um, real though. That's a different kind of fan. When I was thinking of fantasy, I was thinking of like Lord of the Rings characters. Like what Lord of the Rings character would I want to eat? Well then you're just eating cannibal style dude essentially well not necessarily i mean i bet smog would taste pretty good right eat smog the dragon i was about to or say one of those, I was one of those say giant eagles Ooh, let's tap into the dragon a little bit Get into so a like, dragon? So i mean it's like, a it'd be like a big alligator that's what i was gonna say you just probably just smoke that right <laughs> probably i mean scale it throw some some nice take fun... an entire take an entire city to do it because a dragon big you know, just lay it in the city, light the whole city on fire, and then come back in a couple hours. <laughs> couple hours, a couple days. Let it cook for a couple days. Is it already partially smoked internally? Probably. You probably cut it open and there'd be a smoke ring, maybe. I don't know, because that would kill it, though, right? 
now we're getting into dragon anatomy and this is a whole different thing um i was trying to think of a star wars creature i'd like to eat uh jabba the hut that was the first one that popped into my head too and i really wish it wasn't but Did i would kind of uh, like to cook and eat jabba the hut jar jar binks no he's too intelligent the blue elephant guy Watto. you could do that well i would not i would not cook and eat Watto. no they, uh, it, there's a weird thing where like i think we like talked octopus. about this on the show the octopus well octopus is like super intelligent i have a like huge moral that's, dilemma when eating that's octopus. true i don't have one for octopus octopus doesn't bother me for some reason but we've talked about this on the show about like eating monkeys and stuff before right but like why yeah i would i would eat we small monkeys dinner. i wouldn't eat a yeah. gorilla because small monkeys aren't like aren't human like you know Yo, if you like, okay chip. Here's a tangent for you. Have you heard about that chimpanzee in North Korea that uh, learned how to smoke cigarettes? No. No, there's a chimpanzee at a zoo in North Korea. It's like 14 years old. It's this old lady chimp. Her name's, uh, I forget her name, Lola, something like that. And she learned how to smoke cigarettes from watching people. And it's kind of cool. And she can like do tricks with them and like light a cigarette with another cigarette. And it's just kind of interesting to see this, this uh, chimp learn how to do something. And then it's really depressing when you think that like, Damn, that chimp is in a zoo in North cancer. Korea just smoking, chain smoking cigarettes all day for people's entertainment. That's pretty. Anyways, pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, uh, just real quick on chimps, have you seen? Uh, you probably haven't. Uh, chimps Empire on Netflix. Chimps Empire? No, yeah. I've never heard of this. Super good. It just came out. It's a uh, basically a docu series, basically a four episode documentary mm-hmm. of basically following this group of chimps in like uh, Uganda. It's oh, super yeah, cool dude. and immersive. They like film. I'm gonna it for watch that tonight. Days. It's super it called dope. Chimps Empire, and they like it's crazy. It's super cool. Super. Cool. You ever seen uh? You ever seen Dunstan checks in? No. It's not a chimp. He's an orangutan. But oh, you should watch that movie. Orangutans are cool too. Cool. This guy, uh, kid, I believe if I remember correctly, he uh kidnaps this orangutan named Jun- uh, Dunstan. Kidnaps him from a zoo to try to impress some girl, and they're uh, staying at this hotel. And so Dunstan's like causing a ruckus in the hotel good movie i remember it being pretty good faye dunaway's in it that's who the i can't it doesn't matter um <laughs> couldn't be less important what other star wars i'm trying to think ewok. of more star wars characters you need an ewok i'm just throwing other ones out there i mean yeah i mean i'm just thinking like non-human yeah. ones i mean like anything non-human would probably be fun well like a would you eat a wookie would you eat a chewbacca absolutely you would, yeah. I mean, he like he like drives a spaceship and like fires a gun. Like he's smart. Yeah, but also he doesn't say words, so it's like you're meaningless to me. Well, neither does an octopus, but you don't eat those. I still eat it, but I I feel bad. You have about a problem it. with it. Like, uh, I, like I, I would go to I would like not in America, but I would go across seas and like eat cat or dog. Well, sure, yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Cowards yeah. wouldn't. Um, yeah. If you wouldn't, if you wouldn't do that, you're close minded. Exactly. Um. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Let's let's lean into one. Let's do uh the let's do a Wookie. How would we cook a Wookie? Cook a Wookie. How to cook a Wookie? Cookie Wookie. Well, it's got a shitload of hair on it, so you'd have to get rid of that somehow. Um, don't all animals just? Skin I don't it. want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I guess you skin it, or like the way you do with chickens, where you kind of boil it. Is that what they do with chickens to get the feathers out or steam it or something? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I think chickens. they I think they boil the chick like in a sense to like 
uh, and then it loosens the feathers. So have you seen those plucker machines though? No. Where you put it in the machine. You put a chicken in the machine. That's after it's dead, obviously. And I was like, gonna uh, say you put a live chicken and it comes out no. dead. <laughs> no, it's like this big circular thing with like rubber like uh, paddles, I think, around it or whatever, and it just like basically turns it and everything. And next thing you know, it's like it's like a car wash. Yeah, essentially, it's a chicken it's car like wash. Chicken that car wash for a dead it. chicken. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would make Wookie stew. Wookies, just turn him into a stew. Steak him, steak him up. Wookie steak. I don't want to talk about you. I don't like. Yeah, you can that do didn't pick up on my mic. That was a perfect a Wookie noise. I got a little of it. That's a lot better than I'm. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I love Star Wars. It's the best. You do, um, you do like your Star Wars. I'm trying to think of other ones, because I, I don't want to eat a Wookie, because I like them, and I don't want to eat an Ewok because they're intelligent. What's up? Uh, um, um. What about one of those the Star Wars podcast? <laughs> no. What about those? Uh. Oh, I would eat one of those things. I don't know what those things are called. What are those oh, things called? Oh, uh, the the things that the Gungans ride around in the Battle of Naboo in Episode One. Oh yeah, that's like a duck. Uh, I don't know what that thing's called, but I would eat, I would totally eat that. I would eat anything oh, yeah. that's like livestock in the Star Wars universe, obviously. Yeah, I feel like, like a bantha. When they, drink a, the, they drink bantha milk. It's blue, so like you, you know what I would eat? What's that? Those big like um, flying horses in Harry Potter. A hippogriff? Sure, that's what they're called. Is that what that is? You you've watched Harry Potter a lot more recently than I have. Um, is he thinking of a hippogriff, James? I think I am. And um, okay, yes, yeah. Either way, yeah, one of those. Uh, I I would eat one of those. No. Uh, yeah, you can't it. you can't eat you can't eat buckbeak because it has a name. You can't eat anything that has a name. That's not fair. I just won't eat that specific one. Well, no, you wouldn't want you can't eat the specific one because he has a name. You'd have to eat one of the other ones. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'll just oh, yeah, that's fine. Ones. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna that's eat cool. someone's pet. I'm gonna eat like a <laughs> wild one. Well, find a wild one and then just bam. But I Kaboom. think I would. I think I would. Uh... I need it. Like, I think I would stake it. I feel like yeah. the way to because I think it like similar to horse. And I think people just stake horse, don't they? Do they Usually, not? yeah. What? What? Who eats horses? Iceland people in Iceland eat horses. It's pretty common there, and I think other Nordic countries as well, or uh, Scandinavian countries. I mean, I I ate a horse steak when I was in Iceland. It was delicious. Was it really? Was oh my it god, great? it was so good. It was like we went to this like pretty nice restaurant, and I got a horse steak, uh, and it was like. It tastes honestly. It tasted like a pork chop, except it was like really tender. It was so good, so 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 good. I would go back in a heartbeat and eat a it horse. Like a pork uh, chop. If you That's think I'm weird. a bad, if you think I'm a bad person for eating a horse, go. I didn't eat a whole horse, obviously, but go ahead and send us an email: dinnerforbreakfastpodcast@gmail.com. Tell me how I'm going to hell for eating horse. Uh, I don't check the emails, anyways. So, <laughs> uh, what was it? The um, uh, isn't it red meat? Horse red meat? I think so. It kind of surprises me that it was like similar to pork chop then, but also like horse doesn't seem like it has a lot of fat on it, so I figured it wouldn't no, be pretty, like. Per, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I ate. I don't know what cut it was. I don't know the names of different cuts on a horse. Maybe part of the horse tenderloin, like yeah. backstrap. I don't know. Backstrap's the best cut of meat, especially on a it's deer. One of, it's pretty good. Oh, you know what? You know what? I realized I have never haven't eaten. What's that? A ribeye. I don't think I've ever had a ribeye. You've never had a ribeye? Are you kidding me? Dude, ribeye's the best steak. steak. 
Is it the, the best, best steak? Of, I think it is. Yeah, hands down, ribeye is the best. For my money, ribeye is the way to go. What about a porterhouse? I hear good things about porterhouse. Porterhouse is pretty good because you get the um, you get the New York strip and you get a little bit of filet mignon. That's what I it, believe. I knew it was like a combo. I knew. Yeah, I think it's New York strip and filet. And then if you get a T-bone, that's a porterhouse plus. Uh, I think it might be with ribeye. I don't know. I don't know what a T-bone is. I don't. The only because the only steak I ever buy is ribeye. I would never buy another steak. Besides ribeyes, I like I get those like inch and a half, two inch thick, like super thick ribeyes, and then sous vide them or reverse sear them. Ooh, mama mia! That's what I needed to talk to you about. Thank you for what? saying the word sous vide. So, Kaylee just graduated college. Uh, yes, congratulations, Spencer. Kaylee. We're all very proud of you. Uh, so I got her a gift, and I bought her a sous vide. And I knew oh. you guys were talking recently about it, and I knew how she mm-hmm. like wanted one. Uh, they um. I was either between a Dutch oven or a sous vide. I didn't know if she had a Dutch oven or not, so but I knew she didn't have a sous vide. So I got her to the sous vide, mm-hmm. and um, dude, let me tell you, I had some chicken made. We had like chicken tacos, yeah. the most tender, juicy chicken I've ever had. Yeah, it, sous vide machine. It works so many wonders. You can I was cook literally anything in there. I, I used to use it a lot uh, at one of my old houses before I had my sous vide machine. Uh, one of my roommates had one uh-huh. and he would do like a sous vide pork tenderloin in it. Oh my God, it was good. Sous vide pork tenderloin. We would do like sous vide potatoes and then like roast them at a super high temperature. Those were delicious. It's I a great, wonder, it's a great piece of cooking equipment. I got to try pork chops in it just because. Ooh. I've only had one good pork chop, and it's actually the one that you cooked. I think James and I, when we were like house sitting that one time, and um, that's the I only good pork don't chop. Remember that? Well, I do. That must have been and a long time ago. Well, I'm glad you remembered it. A few years ago, and that pork chop was uh, quite diddly scrumptious. And any other pork chop I've had is I don't like because it's always just dry. And yeah, they come out dry. If you're gonna, I will say though, if you're gonna sous vide a pork chop, make sure you get a thick one. Sous vide okay. always works better, in my experience anyways, it works better on a thicker piece of meat because you can do really? it for longer. And if you do it for too long, it'll with a thin thing, it'll like kind of fall apart a little bit and lose its texture. Hmm. That is uh you don't want. I uh that's uh that's a good tip. I will uh, take that. But yeah, no, the sous vide, man, that was yeah, it's great. That was something that I I'm gonna have to get one myself because that was I might I might actually do that because I'm I'm making chicken for dinner tonight. Maybe I'll try some. Maybe I'll sous vide it. See what happens. Have you had sous vide chicken before? I've never done the chicken in it. No, chicken was good, and it yeah. came with like this whole book of like everything you can like do how to with do it. it. And like there was like shrimp met uh, recipes or salmon recipes. A salmon one Ooh. really interesting. Salmon would me. be. I bet that would fish be in general. I bet fish in general is really good. Yeah, because it's a, like a super delicate way of cooking. Mm-hmm. So you don't lose any of the texture. That, yeah, no, it was. Super impressed with the mine. My sous vide machine did not come with a book because I got it secondhand from one of my buddies. Mm. But uh, is yours like a digital on the top, or do you have like? Yeah, I have. I have a Nova, a Nova sous vide machine. I don't know which really one nice I one got Kaylee, but it was. Yeah, no, it was quite. It was quite. It was quite good, man. Like I. Yeah. they Have you only done like steaks in them? I pretty much have just used it for steaks. Yeah. Um, I think something I really want to try is I want to try cooking eggs in it. I want to try to do like some, um, like, like, soft, like a soft boil, soft boil. 
or like a poach. Well, it's not quite a poached egg, but that's something in that ballpark. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know thing... how it would work. I have no idea. I'd have to experiment with it, and I'm not going to look up how to do it because that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm to figure it out myself. That's the great thing about cooking and the art of cooking. Exactly. Is, uh, especially just... like trial and error. Trial and error. Yeah. Especially once you kind of get a grasp on like what flavors sort of go together and then like some general knowledge about different cooking technique uh and you start to feel more confident in like you know experimenting and that's like that's like how some how i've made some of the best things i've ever cooked it's just like winging it you know wing and ding dude i have a ton of i have a ton of cookbooks i almost never make recipes out of them (laughs) because i just like i if it's a recipe that's good enough i've memorized it and if it's not then uh I don't know. I just make something up. <laughs> I was I was telling it might have been I knew I was telling Lexia, but I was might have been telling you guys too. But I was um one of my favorite one of my favorite books to get are cookbooks. I love them. Dude, I, I think they're cookbooks. one of the best books you can get. And like if it's a cookbook without pictures though, I don't like it. Really? It has to have its pictures. It's like I, the twelve year old to me, but like I've always been intrigued. I've always like always like just opened a cookbook and always like like just looking at recipes and like the pictures. Yeah, I've got a huge pile of them on my bookshelf behind me here. But um, I got st- I'm actually working on. Well, that's a, not a podcast conversation, but uh, I I need to like go through my cookbooks and pick out a bunch of recipes I want to try in my cookbooks and then just try them because I have a ton of cookbooks that I've cooked nothing out of. I have the um. I have the David Chang Momofuku cookbook and I want to really cook some stuff in there. I've had it for probably three years. Never cooked a single thing from it. And like, I really like David Chang and I like the food that he makes on Momofuku. Um, but I've never cooked anything out of this book. I don't know. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got an Overwatch cookbook and it basically has like all the Overwatch Fucking characters in it. Nerd. Nerd alert. And nerd, I got nerd. it before. I got it before I even played Overwatch. And um, what? Yeah, I don't even know anything about anybody in there, but um, it was like it was like a fun cookbook. It has all the characters, and each character has its own like where they're from in the world. Weird. And they're all like from different countries and like regions, and like they all have their own specific recipes. And it's just like like um, just like natural like recipe like authentic recipes from that like. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and like they'll have like a cocktail and like a food, and then maybe like a dessert too. But that's like, pretty cool they have two to three per character so it's like a pretty thick little cookbook it's pretty good yeah. i haven't well, cooked there's also like 110 characters in that game or whatever yeah so yeah. No, they also they make a there's a skyrim cookbook that exists and i really want to get it because it seems so cool like you can cook a bunch of old old school medieval recipes from skyrim what's a sounds neat mm, porridge <laughs> porridge no things like stews. sweet rolls uh meat pies stews vegetable soup things like that there's all sorts i don't have the cookbook so i don't know but i feel like i want to be the best cookbooks i feel like it's all like very basic and not adventurous foods like because like back in the in my my per, like perception of have it you played is Skyrim? like yeah i mean i've played it okay. but like, not like in depth like you um like i just run around and start swinging swords well, yeah, I do that. I do that too, but I've done it for I don't know, probably sixteen hundred hours. <laughs> impressive. But the game um, came out twelve years ago, so I remember the actual day it came out. I remember 11, 11, 11, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, but no. Uh, what's like a? I don't know, like a really good like 
medieval rest like food. I mean, a lot of it's probably like like breads and like yeah. roasted meats. Yeah, I think kind of in that vein, I would imagine stews, soups, pretty pretty what we would consider pretty basic stuff, probably. Yeah, probably not too flavorful either. Well, I don't know, maybe. I also really want uh, there's a Dungeons and Dragons uh, cookbook that I really want. Now that's all fantasy. So like, what is are those just random weird recipes or like? I would imagine that? so. I haven't looked at the I haven't looked at the book. I know it exists, and I see people post recipes online from it sometimes. Or like, like oh, I made this from the D and D book, and it's like some weird bread, or like a weird roast or something. I don't know because in every D and D game I've played, like food is not a huge component of it. Um, so I don't know. You should uh, you should throw some food curveballs in it. And like, because all your D and D's are meetups, right? Like in person. Yeah, yeah. I play. Well, yeah. Some of them are. You sh- see, what you should do is have like a food component added into it, and then like have it like be revealed during the middle of the game, and like have everybody, you know, eat it. Oh well, yeah, I mean, we we do like when we play, we do like snacks and stuff, and sometimes I'll make dinner for everybody, but hmm. or like we'll order a order a mountain of shawarma that last time we played i ordered like the a huge we got a shawarma platter it was so big it covered my entire dining room table for like five of us what was on it uh it had beef uh oh my god there was so much stuff i can look up a list of exactly what was on it it was it was so good too it was i'm on a huge mediterranean kick so this is very intriguing to me i love i had mediterranean last night or no saturday well, I just ordered it from Shawarma King. I don't know if you have Shawarma King near you. I've heard of I Shawarma King. I don't have it. I don't. Bro. I, we might have it. I have, I mostly just do Pete away or like I'm more of a local place. Shawarma King is so good. This thing had uh, chicken shawarma, beef shawarma, shish kafta, chicken kafta, shish tawuk, shish kebab, 10 pieces of falafel, 10 grape leaves. And then we got three large side choices. Um, so for our sides, I believe we got rice. French fries and then huh. hummus and pita chips or not uh, hummus and pita bread. Like how you got like and French fries. <laughs> Dude, their French fries are good. French do fries you, are great with with uh, shawarma. Um, do you like grape leaves? I do like grape leaves. I'm a big fan. I've I've had a good some good ones and some bad ones. I'm, I'm, I don't think I've ever had one that I've hated. I've had some that are like yeah right whatever. Yeah, but I've I had a lot say- of them that are really good. Yeah, I'm I'm indifferent on it right now, like on the fence with it right now. But overall, I'm 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 trying to lean into them and enjoy them. But I'm on a huge Mediterranean kick right now. Like I had like a, I love shawarma wraps. Chicken shawarma wraps are so good with the like, mm-hmm. garlic sauce and pickles and onion and lettuce. oh yeah. But um, so good. What's your uh, thought on falafel? I fucking love falafel. I think falafel is really? one of the best. Oh yeah, it's one of the best fried foods, straight up. Hmm. It's so, so, so good. And it's also, it's like a great, uh, I got into it because I was a vegetarian for a while for, I mean, I say a while, it's probably like eight months or so when I was uh-huh. younger. Um, but it is, I just I know it's a good like, replacement. So and uh, especially if you're doing like a meatless diet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had it once and it was like, it was okay at best. It wasn't nothing like, I don't know. It's what... What would you, flavor profile would you give it? Because I'm trying to think of words to describe it. Uh, it's very herby. It's herb heavy, yeah. parsley specifically. There's usually yes. a lot of parsley in it, uh, and it tastes like par- basically it tastes like parsley and chickpeas, uh, deep fried. 
Yeah, it was very that's that's sort like it was very herby forward, and I think that's mm-hmm. what I didn't wasn't a huge fan of about it. This is my all right. We're st- we're talking about shawarma. I'm I'm starving. I haven't eaten anything today. I had well, you watched me eat a corn dog before we started recording, but I haven't oh, no. had like a meal today. Um, this is the sandwich that I always get from Shawarma King. Shout out Shawarma King, please sponsor us. Please send me a sandwich for free. Um, it's called Feed the Lisa. Man. It's called the Lisa. It's got tahini, hummus, eggplant, falafel, fries, tomatoes, lettuce, pickles, and hot sauce. What's that's what I always what tahini get. is. Tahini is uh, it's like a sesame paste, almost. Hmm. What's is it? It's pretty good. I assume that you like. Yeah, it. It, it kind of has a similar. Uh, I think it's sesame. I, I could be wrong about that. I probably am. It has like a similar um, flavor to like. It's almost like peanut butter. Not quite though, because it's not sweet, and it's I'm a little intrigued. bit different. It's it's delicious. Um, people make hummus with tahini in it a lot. Oh, it's okay. pretty common in hummus, but okay, you don't have to venture off to that. It's quite good. Well, well, Wes, all this food talks got me starving. I'm gonna I know. Go I need eat. to go eat. You need yes. to go eat, James. Maybe James needs to eat. Should eat. So. <laughs> but thank you for listening to another great episode of dinner for breakfast um yeah like just like the before email us at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com go check out our instagram twitter um if you want to see me do some fun weird eats uh go watch man weird eats on tiktok wes uh thanks to alexander whom for the use of our theme song steak and eggs you can find alexander whom on uh youtube instagram all over the place. Spotify, I believe, is coming soon. If it's not already out, I haven't checked. Sorry, buddy. Um, you can find me. Uh, I don't know somewhere. I'm around. Your local shawarma king. Yeah, you can find me at the shawarma <laughs> king buffet. Uh, eating tomb straight out of the container with a spoon. Or Poom. yeah, like James says, I'll be stealing your sweet roll. Um, <laughs> it's a Skyrim joke. Uh, lovers out there, but yeah, yeah. Like Bailey All said, right. please follow us on social media. I'm gonna be posting some stuff on there too, and I haven't used social media in probably two or three years, so I don't know what's cool, but I'm gonna do my best. All right, peace, guys. Cool. See ya.